Hey, do you want to learn how to decipher Instagram analytics? You're going to do that today. You're listening to part three of my series with Amber Cullum from the Grace Enough podcast. In the last episode, Amber and I discussed the three key actions and tools she uses for generating Instagram traffic. So go back and listen to that after this if you haven't already. And also then in part one, we discussed how community just might be the missing link for your Instagram strategy. These three episodes are each about 10 minutes long. So listen in while you're walking the dog, doing the dishes, or hitting that treadmill. And now let's jump into decoding Instagram analytics to reach your target audience and drive traffic to your website. You're going to discover how to test analytics to determine best times to post, generate leads, and develop superfans. And now, listen in. Hey there, it's Ruthie from RuthieGray.mom, and welcome to Instagram Insider Hacks. So easy, your mom can do it. This is the podcast that teaches you how to authentically deliver your message in a non-pushy way. If you want to receive engagement and investment on your Insta time, listen in. And now, here's your host, me, Ruthie Gray. I'm really just curious, um, how to use analytics when it comes to what time you post? Does that matter? Um, do I Should I pay attention to the age of the people um, you know, looking at my posts? And then how do I really track that to um, help me with my future posts? When you go to the follower breakdown, for instance, you're going to analytics. The first thing you see when you go in analytics, let me walk um, the audience through this. When you go to analytics, the first thing you see is overview. And then if you go down to, it says overview accounts, reached content interactions, total followers. If you click on total followers, then it gives you the follower breakdown. And this is what Amber's talking about. So it tells who's followed and unfollowed you, where they're from, their age range, if they're mostly men or women, and the most active times, like in hours and days. I'm going to give you a secret here. I don't put a whole lot of stock into these analytics right here. I would say they're about 20 to 30 percent important as far as what I have seen for myself and my clients. The most important thing, like you can look at their times that they're on. And some people say, post those times. Like my people, it says that on Sunday, they're on at 3 p.m. That's their height. And like the days, like on Monday, it says Monday's hours are the best time. The most people are on is 12 o'clock and 3 o'clock. So you automatically think, well, that means I should post at 12 o'clock and 3 o'clock. But I will tell you that when I post at 12 o'clock and 3 o'clock, my posts dive every time. So I don't, I don't base my posting time on these analytics. The best thing you can do 
there's a lot of components there. Like your audience is your audience and no one else's. So first of all, what you want to do is decide when you're going to post because you need to post at a comfortable time where you can already can spend time engaging. So then you just pick a time like, you know, 8 a.m. or noon or 6 p.m. And then you just test them out like you test the times and you test the days for a while and see how that works. And after you test it, then you know what works and what doesn't work as far as posting times and when your audience is on. And and then the other thing you want to do is make sure that you're using your audience's terminology, your target avatar, and their hashtags so that you are using something that you know is it's language that you perceive that your target follower uses. So then you use that consistently and then you see what happens. And the reason I say that is I did this for a couple years with Instagram when I started teaching Instagram and I started looking and my audience, it says my audience is mostly the biggest bunch of them are 35 to 44 in the age range. That is baloney. <laughs> because the most people that come to me and comment on my trainings are my age. They're empty nesters. They're Gigi's. They're grandmas. They're the ones that are, they've entered the second phase of life. You know, and like you're younger than that. Yes. And there is a demographic of people like you that I have for sure. And I always say, you know, you're probably if you're not my age, you're probably either a social media hater, but you know, you have to be on there or you're just an old soul. And I am totally an old soul. (laughs) And I know that I can tell that. And so I know who my people are, but I had to look at who was responding. And for a while, I just ignored that. Like I just, I didn't, I sort of blew it off. I was like, no, it's young moms. And then I'm like, well, this isn't working. So let's start talking to this particular audience and see what happens. And then the the fans, the super fans, they just come through anyway. They're like, I'm not your target audience. I'm not a Gigi, but I love your stuff. You know, that helps because I, I think what I'm hearing and you you tell me if I'm wrong is really analytics, maybe some more of the value could be on paying attention to posts that yes, respond really well and not really audience because audience may include people who like it, but maybe not people who actually comment and engage with you. Yes. And that's the thing right there. And that's very different because I mean, I like all kinds of things, but I may not know the person who's posting it. Yeah. You can post a quote that goes viral and you'll have tons of likes. Maybe you'll have 500 likes, but how many followers do you actually get from that quote? Yeah. Probably not a lot. Now, it's good to do things like that. It's good to put things like that in your cycle to create awareness, reach, and impressions. That's good. But the best thing to do, for the most part, is to look at the posts 
that are taking off, that have done well, and see what people are doing. Are they saving it? Are they sharing it? Are they commenting? Did you hit a nerve and do more of that? Mm. Try not to fight against it because that's your gold right there. That is how you're going to reach your target audience by speaking their language, by giving them more what they want, by inviting conversations and not just sharing this is what I have. This is what I know. This is my message to you. You should do this and you should go here and you should listen to this. Instead, you're feeding them. You're dropping those breadcrumbs. So when you do that and you're giving them value, then when you do the big ask, which is go to the podcast and subscribe to the podcast, Mm -hmm. they're going to do that because you've done all the other work and you're, you're giving consistent calls to action, which is something that you really learned and applied in our membership group. Mm-hmm. And those little breadcrumbs lead up to the big ask, which is go subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Yes. Thank you. That helped. <laughs> I think I started preaching there for a second. Hey, hey, that's good though. Well, because you know I, that's the thing. I'm, it's more of just trying to figure out what do I need to leave on the table. And I've left analytics on the table for a long time, but it's kind of affirming to be like, it's okay, leave it there. Keep focusing on what you're doing, engaging the people who are commenting and are interested and. In those are the people who are probably going to end up sharing it in the long run anyways. And then that's the organic growth I'm looking for. Those are your super fans. Yeah. And that's how you get them. Did you learn something today? I think we could all get a little bit of a revelation from this. You know, you can learn a lot from your analytics, but even more so take it upon yourself to look at the fans you have. Study your top posts in the days and how they're responding to those. And then test those posts against different posts. Make sure that you have your avatar terminology nailed down. Do you really know what your avatar is? Make sure you have a good picture in your mind and use hashtags that she uses. Make sure that you pay attention to that audience reception even more than how Instagram interprets analytics. Create awareness through reach and impressions, but make sure that you generate conversation and audience leads through your community. Get them to share your content. Make sure that you are delivering value content so they will. And that way you develop super fans. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. This concludes our three-part series with Amber, but I hope you'll go back and catch the other two if you haven't already. And if you enjoyed the episode, why don't you just tap the five stars and take a minute to leave a rating if you would. I would love that. I'd be eternally grateful. 
and share it even on social media. Tag me on Instagram and share it in your story and I will reshare it in mine. Double blessing, right? Okay, I hope you've enjoyed this. Make sure to study your analytics, but do more of what works and I'll see you next time. 